Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. So welcome everybody. This is the Global Watch International Prayer Room. It's Tuesday, the 14th of March, 2023, at which we gasp because time is flying so quickly. It's three o'clock Jerusalem time, and this is the Armenian Watch, which is led by Lena. So Lena, we bless you. We thank you for all that you bring to the Global Watch. And we pray that the Lord will inspire you as you lead the watch today. So over to you, Lena, all yours, and I'll make Craig co-host. Hello, everyone. Hi, Craig. Let me just start with a prayer. We'll go into work. And then Craig is going to give us an update on Armenia. Craig has been on the watch before. I think most of you have met him. And he will give us an update on, he's really involved in many things. I think most of the update will be on the, I call it the young adult movement that Craig is fathering. (laughs) That's how I see it. And um, yeah, and then we'll pray. We'll post on a few prayer requests. Let me start by praying though. Father, we, we thank you that you have given us the privilege to come before you with our prayers and to come before you and strategize with you and um, come before you and take down strongholds and take down obstacles, Lord, so that your purposes can be fulfilled on the earth, Lord. And right now, we, this hour, we are focusing on Armenia and her role in your plans, Father, even in the end times. Lord, we ask that you would be present, that you would weigh on us, Holy Spirit, that you would cause our hearts and our minds to be even sharp in tune with you, Holy Spirit, and your protection to be with us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, let me play a worship, take some time to worship, and then Craig will share. I'll introduce you, Craig, so you know. Yes, Father, we do praise you. We exalt your name, Lord, above all things. We honor you and magnify your name, Lord. And we want to see your name magnified all over the Armenia region, Lord God. We bless the revelation of your name. We bless the work of your hands, Lord. And, and we bless your servant, Craig Simonian, and maybe Joyce's, his wife as well. We bless them, Father, and the work that they are doing in Armenia, Father. Let your message be clear today. Let us hear your heart and, and pray accordingly today as a global team. Welcome, Craig. I can just very brief introduction. Very brief. So Craig is a seasoned missionary, pastor, leader. Honestly, his hand is in everything. He's building relationship with many pastors, even from evangelical, Pentecostal, and even the Orthodox priests. He he is fathering a movement, which he'll talk into more. He yeah, he has extensive experience both as a one position I know as a vineyard pastor, as a pastor, and then he's also been a missionary to 
was it Kazakhstan, where he's seen a movement there. Anyway, and now he is actually stationed in Armenia with his wife Joyce for four and a half years. He has his Armenian citizenship, though he's of Armenian descent. Anyway, welcome, Craig. <laughs> I'll meet now. Thank you, Lena, and thank you, everybody. It's so nice to see you. If you're wondering, most Armenians don't have red hair. I'm the odd one out, but it's great to be here. Thank you all for being part of this ministry of Global Watch. It's so important. I had a verse that God put on my heart last night. I just like to read it as I start from Isaiah 57, a familiar passage, but it says this, for this is what the high and exalted one says, he who lives forever. I love that because it talks about how God inhabits eternity, that he who lives forever whose name is holy, he says, I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. And this passage, I think, really depicts what God is doing in Armenia right now. This holy God who is so high and lifted up because of who he is. This God who tabernacles in this high and holy place also makes a second home. It says he also tabernacles with those who are contrite and lowly in spirit. And it made me think of Psalm 22.3, that God inhabits the praises of his people. It shows what happens when the holiness of God intersects with the humility of man, where this holy God dwells in, who dwells in eternity. He hears the praises of his people as out of key as it might be, and he leaves that perfect praise of the highest of heavens for the imperfect praises of earth, and he just comes and dwells with those who are contrite and lowly in spirit. And again, what does he do when he does dwell there? It says here that he revives the spirit of the lowly, and he revives the heart of the contrite. And this is what I see him amongst more and more young adults in Armenia right now. If you had asked me a year ago what I saw as one of the biggest problems in Armenia, I would have said almost the opposite. I would have said that spiritual apathy is just ruling the day. I just didn't see a lot of spiritual power. And of course, we knew a lot of that had to do with the massive distraction and the pain and trauma that came with the 2020 war, where almost every young adult in Armenia had lost at least one or two friends. Of course, it had a lot to do with that, but also by the fact that this trauma continues, not only because that's the nature of trauma, that it would continue on if left undealt with, but also because of the threat of that Armenia experience at the hands of Azerbaijan and Turkey, which is a constant ongoing threat. So for many, the war hasn't ended because almost every week we have soldiers who are shot from the other side of the border. We have a blockade that has lasted 95 days that's impacting over 120,000 Armenians. And so this generation feels that and they're overwhelmed by that. And fear has really taken grip, except something has been happening. And I think of Psalm 34, 6, it says that, I think it's for this generation in Armenia, it says this poor man cried and the Lord heard him. And the reason that means a lot, because the passage doesn't say that this poor man cried to the Lord. It just said that just this poor man cried and got, it got God's attention, that brokenness, that contriteness of this man who wasn't even crying to God, but God saw his heart. And it says that he saw him and he heard him and he came to him. And God's coming to this generation. He sees their contrite spirit. And that word contrite has that meaning of brokenness and beaten down, overwhelmed. 
God's coming to this generation in Armenia, and because he's encountering those who are humble and contrite, he's really beginning to revive them. And it's just simply amazing to watch. I would say that in the last six weeks, I've spent at least two or three days with anywhere from 130 to 200 plus young adults, different young adults each and every week. And Nearly every, through what God is doing, between 40 and 80 kids are coming to faith. I'm sure there's other amazing things happening in Armenia that would add to that number, but it's just what we're seeing. And it's a move of God. It's extraordinary. Our friends own a 500 square meter tent. So it's a massive tent. And we just keep thinking about where are we putting this tent and who will build this house for me? I think we were meeting it from Isaiah. And just that, God, what revival do you want to bring to this land? Like, how can we reach a million young people in the next 10 years? It is a small but extremely significant country that dates back 3,500 years. It's strategic in the region. And I know God wants to raise up this church like a city on a hill to be a light in the darkness, not just to its own people. That would be too small a thing, but that there would also be a light to all the nations surrounding us as well. I just wanted to share four contexts where I'm personally involved with, where we're seeing God moving and reviving right now. And the first is a ministry that you might be familiar with. It's Young Life, a ministry to teens and young adults. I serve them one or two days a week as their overseeing pastor. So I, I pastor their leaders and their, their directors. And are probably in Armenia, Young Life is reaching more young people than any other group of churches or organizations. And so God's truly reaching this generation through them. But their leaders, Anaman and Lilith, have a heart for the kingdom of God to see the spirit move and be released in the lives of these kids. And so there's a real heart there. So I really want us to pray for Young Life Ministry. Uh, a lot of these kids don't fit into, when they come into faith through Young Life, they don't fit into the more traditional churches around them. So a lot of these kids become spiritual orphans, at least in terms of church. And to respond to that is the second thing I'd like to mention is something called Revive, which is a ministry that's separate from Young Life, but that we're forming is a church planting school where within Young Life, we're raising up church planters and pastors creating a church planting school to launch churches and a church planting movement that's both connected and independent of Young Life, a place where all these young kids, just through Young Life alone, probably 800 kids to 1,200 kids coming to faith each year, a place where these kids can connect in church. So our heart is through Revive is to be planting several churches a year and to see that number doubled every year after to see a church planting meeting a movement happened there. The third thing I'd love us to pray for besides Young Life and Revive is 316. This church was actually birthed from a lot of Young Life kids who didn't know where to go to church. And now there's about 200, 220, 20 somethings who are part of it. They had asked me to be a mentor over the church. I said I could only do that if, if, if the vision is a church planting movement, not just a church. And so they built that into their name, the 316 Movement, and it's led by four young men, two of whom I mentor, and God is just using them, and we're already talking about planting the first church out of that church, and I really could see this becoming another church planting movement. And then the last thing is Like Jesus Christianity, 
which is a ministry of young people for young people. It started in my living room three years ago, but one of our young leaders, just he just took it to a whole nother level. And now they're growing a group of young men and women who are just genuinely making a difference. They're doing all they can to reach this generation. We just had a planning meeting at my house two weeks ago. If you could see the whiteboard and the vision, like I just wanted to scream. I couldn't believe it, what I was seeing. And Lena mentioned that I was a church planner in Tajikistan. And I remember that day when I realized, man, they own this vision. If I disappeared, nothing would change. And it was one of the more satisfying moments in my life, just being there. It was amazing. Their heart also is to use sports to reach this generation. They've got multiple conferences coming up. They're actually hosting a regional sports conference. And I mean, and through, they've already gathered several groups of people and churches. So they are, again, about to move into a church planting movement, a sphere. So these four ministries, there's a lot more I could say about all of them and others, but I'd love to just focus our prayers around each of these four because they share a similar culture. They'll operate as unique, strong streams, but unique streams that are all flowing out of that same source, that same culture, ultimately flowing out of God's presence. We really value God's presence above really above anything and believe that all authentic ministry flows out of presence, out of intimacy that has as its source presence. So for each of them, through Young Life Revive 316 and Like Jesus Christianity, I wonder if we could pray for these few things. One, a spirit of humility and unity over all the leaders, to pray for God to come and revive these leaders and all those who are part of these ministries, deepen passion for his presence, a multiplication of spirit-empowered kingdom disciples who understand their identity and authority, uh, to pray for a generation who's not only spiritually mature, but emotionally mature as well. So praying for their emotional healing. We're doing conferences on biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, relationships again, we want to raise up and release healthy people. And then a release of finances. None of this is free. And right now in Armenia, nothing is cheap. And then for the overarching vision in all of us, what God has called us to Armenia to do, which is to reach this generation so that this generation can reach the nations. Thank you, Craig. I'm trying to put the prayer request in a better format. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes the chat gets messed up. Craig, what I wanted to ask you, if you can tell us, give us a feel for how many people, how many young adults you are actually discipling. Give us a feel for that number. Whenever I stop to think about that, it gets very overwhelming. And it's, I sometimes I, I realize that my forgetfulness is one of God's gifts to me. Because when I stop to think about it, I would say that in all of the four groups that I've mentioned here, that like Jesus Christianity and Young Life and Revive and, and 316, I'm mentoring those leaders. But then there's a whole other second tier of people. So I would just dozens and dozens. And it's extraordinary. And I don't know if any of you have seen the movie Jesus Revolution, but it talks about the Jesus movement in the 70s in the U.S. And that's spilled over overseas as well. But I, I really see that's what God is doing. And I think God is raising up a generation like that. And the idea just, I really don't see that it's me. I think that, like I said, God has these two dwelling places, this high and lifted up place, but also this place where he sees the humble and contrite. And there's just something the spirit is doing in this generation that's causing them 
become. But I have to say, discipleship has never been easier, mentoring these kids, because the passions there, uh, they're not a rebellious generation. They want to be guided and encouraged and challenged. They know that my job is not to keep them safe. I'm not their mom. Um, my job is to encourage them to jump off the cliff and to go for it and to have a worth dying for, because you don't have a cause worth living for unless you have one worth dying for. And this is it. This is the cause for them. This is the thing that's the reason why they don't just leave Armenia because it's a dangerous place because they could be called up and serve in, in any future. It's the idea of reaching this nation so that this nation can fulfill, fulfill its purposes of reaching the nations. Perfect. Thank you, Craig. Okay, so those are the things we want to pray into. Yeah, I, in the past on the Global Watch, we've been praying more strategically. On the weekly watches, we pray strategically for the positioning of the nation, for the release of the nation's from like the entire people group. And, but today specifically, we're gonna pray for these ministries, these ministries really in this, this movement. Please join us, maybe raising the hand and just when it's your turn, go ahead and I can start us off. Daniel, I don't know if you wanna follow, if you have anything to say, you can add, but I will, I will start us off in prayer. So Father, we are, first of all, honestly, I wanna thank you for Craig. I want to thank you for Armand and Lily and all these leaders you are raising up. Greg has named and those even not named. Father, we thank you for bringing, first of all, these fathers in this nation, Father, for raising up fathers who know how to disciple, who know how to impart into the next generation and who's, Lord, I just, I see Craig and I see a man, his heart is devoted and his heart is so rich in love. Uh, both him and Joy, so ready to give all, have given all, and walk it out every day that those that encounter them encounter love and know they are, they are valued, how deeply they are valued. Father, we thank you for the fathers and mothers, the spiritual fathers and mothers you are, you have stationed in this nation, you're raising up we ask for your protection over them, for your continued blessings over them, that just like Craig could leave Kazakhstan with this understanding that they can, that those they've trained up are leading the charge, that he would be able, even today, I think he is able to say the same in Armenia. Lord, continue to um, build up this movement. Lord, continue to be the wind in their sail, Holy Spirit. Continue to blow on them. Continue to blow on the fire, Lord. And, and Father, we ask for increased intercession, that you raise up the wall of intercession around them, that we would fuel their fire, that many all over the nations in Armenia, there will be those like women's glow, Father, who are lifting up and lifting them up and interceding for, for this fire to continue to be fueled. Father, we, we bless your work in Armenia, Lord. Thank you, Father. So please raise your hand and, and pray. Um, yes, the, the first word I got was lampstand, and the scripture is Matthew 5, 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine 
before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. What I see, Armenia, is like a light that's on the hill and the candlestick that means oil lamp. So, Father, I pray that all these, all these different organizations or works that you brought together, Father, I thank you that they have one in common, that they, it's something what you are doing. It's glorifying you. It's it's lightening this light in Armenia and putting all the focus on the top of the hills, which is the rock Christ himself, which is this oil, this lamb in adoration, in worship, worshiping you, praising you, giving you all the honor, all the glory that Lord, that you are pouring out, that you are the lamb of God in the midst of it all, that you are empowering your people, Father, that your Holy Spirit will lead, will guide, even the steps were guided with the word of God, enlightened by you, Lord, that they will follow you, Father, that they are in, in your steps, in your orders, Lord, in your ways, Father, and I pray that this the lamb will never go out, this worship, this praise, and that we, that you will put that you are the one bringing more one after the other daily at your the ones that are ready father your use your children adding them and i ask for workers with the same heart in the harvest father just joining in father that armenia can be a light in itself but also for the surrounding nation and for israel in jesus mighty name amen Hi, lovely to be back on the Armenian Watch. Yeah, Heavenly Father, I just bless your name that at this time you are raising up an army. And I just feel out of the darkness and trauma and difficulties of the last few years that you, Heavenly Father, are working and I just want to praise you and bless your name. That when everything seems so hard and difficult, and when there were so many people, young people losing their lives, yet you had a plan. And we just want to glorify your name that at this time you are raising up an army of young people that are going to take the gospel throughout all Armenia and the rest of the world and I just pray Heavenly Father that you would I just want to thank you I thank you for young life and how they've worked so hard throughout the years and for all the new initiatives that you're setting up Father we just long to see your name uplifted and glorified and that nation of Armenia to be a light to the world and we just bless you, Father, for your goodness and your kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. It was interesting that Druta mentioned the lampstand because that was the reading of the Haftarah today was about the lampstand. And the verse that, that I was looking at here was that he made it out of hammered gold. And Lord, we know that right now for Armenia to be that lampstand, you are hammering it together. And it is when you're hammering and working in metal it, you're pounding it and you're molding it and shaping it into one unit. That lampstand was one unit. And so we want to thank you, God, that and these things look hard and we don't always understand how you're working. 
but we thank you that your fire is burning. And that's part of that hammering process. You heat that, that metal so that it becomes malleable and moldable. And so we just ask that you would assist Greg and all of the workers there that are working there to bring and put the fire on the altar, that you would strengthen them, that you would bring every resource to them, that you would bring forth the finances, whatever it is that they need in order for them to be drawn together. You're using this time to, to break off factions, to tear down walls, to build unity. So I wanna thank you, Lord, that you are moving and working and manifesting that there's nothing that can restrain your spirit. There is nothing that can come against what you want to have done. So we just wanna praise you and give glory to you for the hammered work that you are making, for the lampstand that you are making out of Armenia. So we just praise you for that in Jesus' name. And this is what Utah shared and what Petra put in the text, what Amy just prayed is very much, it's very significant. Actually, lampstand is, Hannah got the vision also last Saturday in the Armenia Watch. And I can say like a forefather of the early church in Armenia had was given a vision of a torch that was lit. And, and God told him that Armenia is an intercessor, like there is the flame represent the intercession of the saints, that and that Armenia will be a torch for the nations as long as the fire is burning and intercession continues. So Mira's prayer was so right on, even to the point of, the, the the fire to continue to be burning and offering to continue to be brought to the altar. So we just, yeah, Lord, we bless the prayers. We, we just say yes. And we say yes to the unity that Amy just prayed, Lord, that lampstand will be purified by your own hands, Father, and that there will be a unity, Father, that all the divisions all the earthly, I want to say nonsense of allowing walls to come between us, Father, that all the breaches will be healed. We will be one voice before you, most of all, one voice in the spiritual realm, Father, and we would stand in unity and fight the good as one body, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, Daria. Uh, this is Genesis 48, 15, when Israel, Jacob, blessed Joseph and his sons, the God in whose presence my fathers Abraham and Yitzhak live, the God, my own shepherd, all my life long to this day, the angel who rescued me from all harm, bless these boys. Remember, may they remember who I am and what I stand for. Likewise, my fathers Abraham and Yitzhak, who they were and what they stood for. And may they grow into teeming multitudes on the earth. I do, Lord, pray you bless these ministries as they're blessing the youth even as the God of their fathers blessed their youth, young life and revived ministries, all these wonderful ministries to the youth, Lord. And it comes to my mind also Psalm 23, it's that the Lord Adonai is my shepherd. I lack nothing, O Lord, to remember them that they lack nothing, that you will supply all their needs of these ministries, O Lord, to bless all the Armenian youth, Lord. He has me lie down in grassy pastures and he leads me by quiet waters. Oh, that your presence will be with them. He restores my inner person, all of them, Lord, that you will restore them and heal them, Lord. And they'll know you're always with them. And he guides me in the right paths and to the right paths. Each youth, Lord God, all the leaders of these groups, Lord, bless them for your name's sake. 
And even though they pass through death's dark ravines, that they will fear no disaster for you. They will know you're with them always, your rod and your staff reassuring them, and that you will prepare a table for them, even as enemies watch, and you will anoint them with your oil, an overflowing cup. Thank you, Lord, for the oil all over the youth, Lord, there. Goodness and grace will pursue them all the days of their life, and the, those leaders in the ministries, Lord, and that they'll dwell in your house for you, for ever in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. And I just want to bring some attention in case you haven't got your chat on. Petra has posted that she got the word, and forgive me if my German isn't very good, Mandelbilt, which means almond, which also means being alert. And she mentioned that Esther, if Esther wants to just unmute, could probably verify the word in Hebrew. Esther, are you there? She's yes, shape. I'm here, but no, I just couldn't hear the word because I'm on the street. If you repeat it, please, I'm sorry. Okay, Petra got a word in German, which means almond, and she says that the shape of the candlestick is an almond shape, and that in Hebrew, the word almond also means to be alert, to be diligent. Can you verify that? Good. Yes, definitely. Yes, I can verify that. Okay. The same thing that it's written in Jeremiah when he say, what do you see? And say, I don't know how it's in English, but it's almond tree, I see. Because I'm working on my word to perform it. So that is the same word. Thank you, Esther. <laughs> also, shaked means also the start of a breakthrough. Like when the manor tree is blossoming and still in, in the cocon, and then it starts to be pink and white. It comes out. This is the breakout, the breakout of blossoming. And this is what is also in connection with Jeremiah 1.11, which means like a break of, it's like a forerunning even, no? It's, not, it's like the start, it's the finish of the winter time and the start of the year, of the spring and the warm season and I'm sorry that I don't know. If you give me the word, before I don't know that word that you mean. Do you have the word or just that you mean the same word? I'm sorry. That's good. Those are all good. That's good, Esther. Thank you. Thank you, Shoshana. No, that is a great symbol of, yeah, the breakthrough, the early spring, the first one too, but in spring. Daniel, did you have, is this a good time for you to pray? We'll go to Hillary first and then come back to you. Sure. Yeah, it's the goodest time as any. I keep having children every year. So there's a lot of them right now. But man, Craig, Proverbs 25, 25 says like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land. And you bring such good news from a distant land and I'm just totally amazed. And just thinking all that you shared, you didn't even mention, like you were just in a hospital not very long ago and you have gone through so many trials physically. And I'm just amazed that God's kept you You've stayed above the fray somehow. I feel like you're like a, a, 
a drone that that keeps getting shot down and then you keep rising again and again and it says although a righteous man falls he gets back up and i'm not even talking about a spiritual fall i'm just physically sometimes you get hit but god has given you such a uh, there you are i couldn't even see your video it's nice to see your face craig but i'm just i'm so encouraged and i was also just thinking man we started running together with a bunch of armenians and turks a few maybe other ethnic groups. And now it's amazing to see people from all over the world praying to, and like, it just, I'm calling from Tennessee right now, not too far from Asbury, a couple hours. And I'm just thinking, man, what's, what you're involved with in Armenia is going to spread. It has to. And that's just, that's really exciting. Lord, I just want to thank you right now for Craig and Joyce and their daughters. I thank you for, the legacy that they have dropped in Tajikistan. My daddy's praying, honey. And I thank you for what you have done in New Jersey. And now, Lord, it's like, this is just amazing what you're doing in Armenia right now. And so we bless Craig. We pray for your strength of his physical body, his spiritual body. We thank you for Joyce, who has just been this incredible partner to him through thick and thin and the challenges. God, we ask that you would strengthen them. And I pray for just like Jesus had that inner circle with James and John and Peter, I pray that you would continue to bless those that are very close to Craig. And he mentioned he mentioned some of these guys that are very close to him. I pray that you'd strengthen those bonds. Lord, that there really would be an impartation and an Elisha anointing, God, that all that you've already done and continue to do with Craig. I love what Bill Johnson says in Reading. I'm not done yet. I'm still building like in his 70s. And God, I know Craig Craig is not done. I'm not saying it's not time to pass the mantle because he's carrying the mantle. But I pray, Lord, that they would be able to work together and the next generation would run faster and farther and it would just be uh, just this incredible thing. We, I just thank you. I just don't even see Craig being weighed down by all the darts that the Lord keep getting thrown at his back. And I we bless his back. I thank you, Lord, that you are his rear guard. And I pray you continue to help him to rise above. And I, I, I am in complete awe at what has happened since before he left as we, we stood together uh, praying together before he left for Armenia. And that, that wasn't very long ago, six, seven years ago. And now, Lord, the fruit is just, it's hard to even keep track of it all from a distance. So we just thank you so much. And we bless our friend. And we ask that you would help us to keep better track of him in prayer. Keep reminding us of Craig in Armenia. And even when we hear of wars and what's happening in Russia, this and that, help us to remember to pray for Craig and Joyce. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you, Craig. I miss you, my friend. Thank you so much. That was very kind. A good one, Daniel. Oh, heck yeah. Yes, sir. Tennessee. It's amazing. Yeah, my father-in-law is here now, so I'm camping out in his office right now. We've invaded Tennessee. <laughs> so. so good. I love this. I've seen my, some Germans here. So we've got uh, one of the, uh, the one of the German leaders of the World Evangelical Alliance, along with named Johannes Veneer, who is 
grew up in a Siberian village for displaced Germans, where the Russians put the German during the war. And then he ended up growing up in a gulag. Uh, oddly enough, when they were in there, they weren't given very much food, but there were two Armenian guards who knew that he was being persecuted for his faith. So these Armenian Christian guards would give him food. So he always had a heart for Armenia. He and another brother who's the head of the European Evangelical Alliance, they're coming in a few weeks to Armenia and keep it in prayer. We're looking to start an Armenian Evangelical Alliance. It's really important for us to have unity amongst everyone there, but there's a lot of Germans behind this move here, what we're doing. And also a church in Germany is helping us do a, a one-year trauma training program in Armenia, Mosaic Church in Heidelberg. So thank you to the Germans. Thanks, uh, Hillary, I'm sorry. I'm going to let Sona share and then Hillary and Jen. Go ahead, Sona. Yeah, because you need to go to work. So go ahead, Sona. Hi, hi. Good morning. Sorry, I didn't plan to talk or pray, but one, I just want to add what Lena said about the lampstand. And I want to testify about Greg that when I heard about God touching the contrite heart and the humble, we ran together with Lena and then with, with Greg. I have not such a humble person as Greg is. And hi, hi, Greg. Good to see you. And yes, the word we got in 2017, when we were in Armenia, we didn't even know that Greg wanted to move to Armenia. And then we were in the high hill and stay, we were praying and asking the Lord what he wants to tell us. And then he told us that I'm going to be bringing my prophet from New Jersey. And we didn't even know that he's going to come. And Greg, I think whatever we're seeing, it's the fruit of your labor. And yeah, we thank you and we bless you. We bless Joyce. And then what Lena was telling about the lampstand, the first patriarch of the Orthodox St. Gregory Illuminator, he used to go on a mountain called Aragat, um, uh, where Greg and I, we've been there. And then we prayed over that mountain. And then he used to go up there and then stay there for days and pray. And then one day he saw this lamp coming down from the, the sky. And then when he asked the Lord, he said, what is this? And then he heard the Lord saying, this is a lampstand. It's going to go on and on as long as there are people interceding for this nation like you. And it's going to be a light for not just this nation, but for the nation surrounding. And I thank God by his, I think, this global watch. It's one of the fruit of all those prayers we've been doing for the last, I don't know, since 2014-15. And I thank you, all of you guys. May God bless you all. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. Go ahead, Hillary. Thank you. It's so encouraging. And uh, Greg, I just feel the Father's heart towards you. He is so grateful. He is so grateful. And the Lord just was leading me to two different scriptures. Firstly, that you're raising up a priesthood to keep this lamp and light burning. And it's a ministry of reconciliation between the peoples. But I just wanted to read from 1 Peter 2 where Peter was speaking about these new, these new believers and how the Holy Spirit's cleansing them from deceit and evil speaking. 
and giving them this pure heart to crave the spiritual milk. And so they may grow up in their salvation and have tasted that the Lord is good. I speak this into the believers in the church of Armenia and into this new harvest and into these church plants and that there will be no evil talking that would quench the Holy Spirit. And he goes on and says, as you come to him, the living stone rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him. And I felt the Lord was saying, this is how he sees you too, Greg, deeply precious to him. And you also like living stones, he's building you together into this spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And uh, Father, we just say thank you that you have established and laid your precious cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ, the foundation for your church with the apostles and the prophets, the Jew and the Gentile, and all your peoples that you bring together in your oneness. And we just thank you that, Lord Jesus, you promise that those who put trust in you will never be put to shame. So, Father, we thank you for your grace for Greg and this whole harvest building team into true disciples, noble-hearted ones who will not depart from you, who will have the reverential fear of the Lord, and they would understand their divine call and destiny to be part of building up this priesthood of believers chosen precious in the Lord's sight to keep this light ablaze, to keep the fire on the altar of their own hearts in your presence, and also to be able to be the fire carriers to so many that they would meet and be touched by Jesus. And we bless you in this, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thanks, Hillary. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. Proverbs 13 and 22 is a scripture that we've really been praying in our nation. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So we ask you, Lord, to release the inheritance of a thousand generations in Armenia for these young ones. And the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. And we ask, Lord, for a transfer of wealth, Lord, into the work and ministries that Craig has highlighted for us tonight. Father God, we thank you that you own the cattle on the thousand hills and you know where the wealth is that should be in the kingdom of God. So we ask for transfer and reversal. And one of the things, as I read about the lampstand, is the, is the giftedness of Bezalel, the actual particular giftedness for the task. And Lord, I ask that you, we call forth actually the giftings of these young people, the particular gifts that they have within them. We ask that you would release them now for the kingdom. We ask, Lord, for the treasures that are hidden in the darkness, that you would bring them to the light Lord, and that you would release their origins that are their destiny. So we ask for this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray also for the passion in their heart to increase, Lord, that 
that they would catch the fire, that an entire generation will be caught on fire, Lord God. Father, we ask for especially these leaders to have a burning passion to pursue you, to pursue intimacy with you, to pursue a walk with you. Father, that their identity will be wrapped up in who you say that they are and nothing else, that you would purge them, Father, young and old men and women, that you would purge them of any lies, any deceptions, any twisting of their identity, any insecurities, Father, or any pride, Holy Spirit, that you would that you would cause them to arise in the purity of uh, who you say that they are, that they know it and that they run with it, Lord God, and run in that anointing that Jan prayed into, Father. We, Father, we ask for your protection. We ask for humility to be their guard, that they would understand and pursue humility and the taking off of all pride, all a self-generated, self-focused, and even the putting the intellect above the spirit in any way, Father, that they would know that their, their alignment with you, their walk with you depends on this contrite heart, on this uh, understanding that your ways are higher than our ways, your thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and it's in following you, Holy Spirit, and just listening and obeying what you're saying is their victory, it's where their victory is going to come from. Um, Father, we thank you again for all that you are doing in this generation that you are doing through Craig. Again, we bless this movement. Father, whether Craig is involved or not, we know that you're doing a great work in this generation, Father. And we, Lord, I want to bless also Craig's involvement with the Evangelical Alliance, Lord. Lord, that not just evangelicals, but the church as a whole. But I do ask for this particular mission, this particular endeavor that he's in, that you would protect, that you would enable for the good that we want to see come from it, for that one voice that to be heard, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, and then I have, I think, Jeremiah uh, 50, 15, verse 20. I just need my ministry, yeah. Yes, sure. And that's for Craig and just protecting him. God will protect him. I'm sorry. If you can find it, Lena, I'm in the street. Just, yeah, I am on my phone, just in the street. So it's Jeremiah 15, verse 20. Okay, I will make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue and save you, declares the Lord. And that's for Craig. And just you need to know that I'm praying for you because my husband just had just the same operation like five years ago. So I'm praying for you. Amen. Thanks, Esther. I'm going to close with the last point on Craig's prayer request. Father, we're blessing this vision and we're thanking you um, that you are bringing about, that you are enabling your servants to reach this generation so that this generation could reach the nation's Lord. And we do ask you to continue to send Armenians to the neighboring nations and those who are the many who have uh, who are stationed in there who have gone in this 
recent years even, that you protect, Father, that you guard, and that you continue to make them a burning torch, and that many will come into the knowledge of you through them, that many will be introduced to the love of the Father through them. Thank you, Lord. We ask for your protection over them. Rick and Diane. Okay, thanks, Lena. Thank you, Craig. So what I'd like us to do in closing is let's bless Craig and that vision that's just been explained to you, the overarching vision that, that it would reach the young people, reach the generation, and that generation would reach the nation. Mute your mics and pray that blessing over Craig and the ministries that we're praying for. So, Craig, we bless you, we yeah, thank you, and we pray bless God. you, Craig, acknowledgement of that in Jesus' name. the Holy Spirit,